to the Forerunners Podcast. Spoiler alert, this episode is all about food. Enjoy as Renee and I talk about the wonders of nutrition. All right, we're back. We've talked a lot on the last episode about running, and now we're going to go into a, a whole new realm. Now, Renee, before we start, you need to know something about me. Okay. If you were active on Instagram, you would know this already. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Me, you and I are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to food. Really? Yeah. How Not so? that we disagree or something. Just what we enjoy is quite different. Okay. I am not, I don't make good eating choices. Okay. I actually make the worst eating choices and Uh-oh. probably eat the worst portions of any runner I know. So to talk, have this talk that we're about to talk, talk about <laughs> is going to be very interesting to me because this is my weakest area. Okay. Now, I'm excited. if you don't know what I'm talking about in the audience, Renee is a nutritionist. She's a registered dietitian, right? I am. Man, so that means that her job is food and helping people eat right. Every um, day. Yeah. Um, in a commercial that you shot recently, kind of a commercial promo kind of thing, okay. you talked a little bit about Mel Williams. I've heard Mel Williams' name through Striders, like the uh, Mel Williams Scholarship Fund and the 5K. Who was Mel Williams? Mel Williams, um, he was an exercise physiologist. Um, he was a professor at Old Dominion University. Mm-hmm. He was also one of the founding members of the Tidewater Striders. Mm. Um, he was also someone who ran every single Marine Corps marathon from the very first one until the, his final year when he was too sick to run it. Oh, I wish I had looked up how many he had ran, but he had ran every single one of them since the very first one. Man. So um, I originally met him, you know, just through running and the Tidewater Striders. Um, So I knew him from that. And then I decided to get my master's in exercise science. Okay. Um, So he was one of my professors. And his um, sweet spot was nutrition and running Mm -hmm. and exercise how to improve running and exercise with um, nutrition. Um, So whether it was through supplements or through food, that was what he liked to study. Mm -hmm. So when him and I talked, that's what we really liked to talk about was how to improve training and running through what we ate. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, in that little promo, you kind of said he's the one who inspired you to, to take it further with nutrition. So um, when did you become a, a dietitian? So I decided in the year 2011, um, while I was still working, that I wanted to become a dietitian. It took me seven years because I had to keep working while I was going to school to be a dietitian. Um, but I knew that's where I wanted to go. Um, I love sports nutrition, um, and you know, in order to be able to do that, I needed to get that RD behind my name. 
I felt like, you know, to have the registered dietitian behind my name, it shows that, you know, the commitment, um, the education, all of my clinical hours, um, you know, backs up my knowledge of when I'm talking to people. You know, I have that, all of that behind my name to support what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you always been interested in nutrition or did um, Mel Williams really inspire that interest? There was always a little bit of obsession with food. I've always... Um, you know, been obsessed with making sure I'm eating a certain way in order to live healthily. Yeah. Now, Mel, he really brought out how much I love sports nutrition, how, you know, to eat a certain way can have an effect um, on your performance. Gotcha. Now, I don't think this is a secret, but you are a vegan. I am a vegan. Now, how long have you been a vegan? Um, I have been a vegan for over 10 years, over 15 years. Awesome. And I would say I was a vegetarian for a long time and then I became a vegan. Gotcha. Um, so, so you have studied sports and nutrition quite a bit. Now, you're your job though doesn't have to do with that specifically like your day job right my day job is um, I'm a plant-based dietitian mm -hmm. I work for something called the Ornish lifestyle medicine program and I work with individuals who have had um, some type of cardiac event a heart attack or a stent um, diabetes they've had some type of health problem and they want to transition to a plant-based diet, and I help them transition to that. Mm -hmm. Do you make? Do you help with meal planning and things of that nature? Or? So, I have them for nine weeks. So my job is a lot of education, mm -hmm. meal planning as well. I don't give them meal plans. Mm -hmm. um, I try to empower them. Um, to come up with that themselves. Um, I give them the tools, like, you know, kind of like a tool belt. Mm -hmm. I give them all the tools that they need so that when they are going grocery shopping, deciding what they are going to eat for the week, they know how to do that for themselves. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about plant-based running. Okay. Um, it's all I know is meat, dude. Okay. Like, so I'm sorry about that. No worries. I apologize, but you know people like me. Yes. Um, so it's hard for me to imagine how I can fuel my running, my activity, uh, on just plants. So mm -hmm. do, do you find that you, find, you meet a lot of people that wonder how you can do that? I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so for somebody like me, how would I, uh, how would I make that, that jump? How, like, try to help me if you can understand how I'd feel comfortable, or I would be able to put enough into my body plant-based wise mm -hmm. to have enough fuel to go run long distance. 
So this is just, you know, it's my personal philosophy. Mm -hmm. um, there are lots of philosophies out there, so this one is mine. Um, but when it comes to sports nutrition and running, you know, the body needs sugar. It wants mm -hmm. carbohydrates, right? Mm -hmm. So the foundation of my diet is carbohydrates, whole grains, fruits, starchy vegetables. Um, those are the foundation. And I think that really leads well into running, right? Um, because our bodies need sugar, glucose, carbohydrates um, for energy. And that's where we get them. Um, also, when I just look at it from a health perspective, um, whole grains, starchy vegetables, fruits, um, those are full of antioxidants and phytochemicals. Mm -hmm. And I know those are two like big words, but what they really mean is it's kind of like an anti-inflammatory diet. Oh, okay. um, it decreases the inflammation. Um, it actually has health promoting benefits. Um, it can actually help uh, with recovery. It helps me killing, uh, keeping uh, feeling full for longer periods of time. Um, it also fuels my running, right? Yeah. Um, so that's really the foundation um, of, of, of how I eat. So it's just whole grains, starchy vegetables, fruits, non-starchy vegetables. Like potatoes? Um, I love all potatoes. So Dang. brown rice. I mean, you're speaking oatmeal. my language now. Yes. Potatoes. Because mm -hmm. I can get full on some potatoes. Yeah. So I don't think it's, it's just really a whole food plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's lots of research out there to show that, um, you know, there's, um, that's really the health promoting foods, mm -hmm. um, that we, um, we need. And you can get everything you need. I can get everything I need from a whole food plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not deficient in anything. You know, in, no one really should be deficient in anything on a whole food plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about your day job for a second, but mm -hmm. you do you work with with athletes too, don't you? Or you work with with people outside of the day, day I do job, yes right? I mean I, I work with um, athletes personally okay um, I've worked with triathletes I've worked with runners um, helping them um, and for the most part most of the people I have worked with um, want a plant-based yeah. nutrition diet um, but not everyone I've had other people um, who've asked me for some help as well um, who aren't uh, necessarily like plant-based or vegans mm -hmm. um, so I've worked with lots of different kind of people. Yeah. Um, so. So you've you've actually run some of your best races as a plant-based runner. I have. I mean, yeah. the Olympic trials, Disney. I did all of that plant-based, um, and I it never held me back. It, yeah. It's never held me back. Yeah. Um, what when you work with an athlete, what does it look like? Like if you could walk walk us through, is it similar to what you do during the day? Like you educate them on how they can transition or how they can make better choices, or or how does it look? I th I think it really depends on the individual yeah. and what they want from me. Yeah. Um, some individuals, so I mean, of course, with anything, you just start with your assessment. Um, yeah. What um, what are they trying to accomplish by seeing a dietitian? 
What was the purpose of seeing, of seeing me? Um, what do they hope to get from me? Um, and then I ask them about their training, their lifestyle, with, you know, what all of that looks like. Um, some people want education. They don't know how to train and eat healthily or how to you know, eat to fuel their training. Yeah. Because with athletes, I look at food as fuel. Mm-hmm. Where maybe with my day job, I look at food as a way to heal and nourish our bodies. Oh, okay. So I maybe I, I'm coming at it from a different angle um, yeah. as well. Um, so I'm helping them fuel their training and and how much they need mm-hmm. because we all have different needs. Um, some have come to me and they need to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, some have come to me because they need to lose weight. Um, and some just need to nail down, you know, how do I eat? I don't even know how to eat. Yeah. I don't know how to feed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had, I've had all kinds of different, um, yeah. you know, when people come to see me, they, all, they have all different kinds of needs. Gotcha. So, um, see, I was under the impression that, um, that you might just help people who want to be plant-based, but you just, you kind of made it clear that sometimes people do continue to eat meat and you can still help them. Um, I can. I I do always, you know, it's what are they coming to me for? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, someone who's coming to me for sports nutrition, I do make it clear that, um, you know, my niche is plant-based nutrition. but I can still help them. Um, if they're looking for recipes with meat in it, I'm not going to be able to help them. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I don't have any mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I can tell someone what their macros should be, what a plate should look like for them. Um, and I may actually, you know, steer them a little bit more plant-based heavy. Yeah. Um, Because I do think that um, a lot of our health-promoting benefits, they're in plants. Yeah. I probably already know the answer to this, but maybe you can spell it out a little bit better for me. How important is what you eat when you're in a training block? Because for me, I I make the absolute worst choices. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... I guess I'll just go ahead and tell you. Before this last marathon, my pre-race meal was a, a double cheeseburger from Shake Shack and some fries. I mean, I feel I feel like that makes me run better, but it might just be that I just like that food. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, like, I basically didn't eat right my whole training block. And I wonder how much that affects that affected my performance. So, when when a runner dials in their nutrition, how how does it help? How can it? How much can it help them perform better? I think what you eat during a training cycle is just as important as the miles that you're running, the stretching that you're doing, um, because you know if you. You have a car, right, that you really like? Yeah. Um, and I bet you you might have spent a lot of money on that car. Um, and you go and you get maintenance done to that car. Um, would you go to a gas station and put the cheapest, junkiest gas in that car just because, eh, it's good enough? 
Would you, if would you I do that? If I made a heavy investment, no. No, most people aren't going to do that. Most people, when they, they buy a new car, they want to know the kind of maintenance that they need to do on that car to make sure that it's running well. What's the best kind of fuel to put into that car? Well, the fuel that you put into your body is just as important. It's fueling your workouts. It's fueling your day. So I think it's really important. Um, there's a, a quote from the book Once a Runner um, that I remember, and it says, if the furnace is hot enough, anything will burn, mm -hmm. but I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, I believe what you put into your body 100% affects your ability to do your workouts um, and the, your ability to recover. Recovery is just as important as the food that you put into your body before you go for a run. Mm -hmm. So um, what you eat during that training cycle, what you eat the night before you go for a run, what you eat before you go for that run, um, what you take in after that run, it's all very important. Yeah. I need to become a believer in that. I need to find some, some kind of discipline. I'm desperate for it. Uh, I gotta stop fueling with cheeseburgers. Yeah. I'm a cheeseburger fueled runner. I'm cheeseburger based. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you eat the, um, like a, a high fat diet, that actually likes, you know, um, it slows down blood flow. Mm -hmm. So that's not good before you go for a run. <laughs> and then you don't want to eat a lot of fat after you run um, because it actually slows down digestion and slows down your recovery. Man. Yeah. Sounds like I've been making some mistakes. Um, we could probably talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this That's good. Um, so as we round the bend on on this talk about nutrition what are some general general guidelines or what's some some good advice that you as a nutritionist as a dietitian could uh give some of our listeners which is almost 100 percent runners mm -hmm. so what are some things that you you would what are some nuggets of wisdom that you 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 give out um i think it's really important to eat breakfast so that's probably my favorite meal of the day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, going out for a long run. I think it's really important to eat breakfast. It's important to be practicing what you're going to eat before your race. Mm -hmm. And the long run is a great opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. So if you know you have a race coming up, practice what you're going to be eating the day before the, uh, the day of the race mm -hmm. so that your body can get used to it. Um, you know, when it comes to running, you know, we need sugar, we need carbohydrates because that's what our body is going to utilize. Um, so I think it's really important to have like a high carbohydrate breakfast with a little bit of protein, maybe a little bit of fat in it before you go for a run. And then just as important it is, as it is to eat, you need to do something to help yourself recover after you're either doing a hard workout or a really long run. Mm -hmm. So recovery is just as important. And again, that's going to be a high carbohydrate meal with a little bit of protein, very little fat in it, so, so that your body can actually um, utilize the glucose that you're giving your body. Yeah. So hearing all this, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna hit you with a a question that just kind of would be kind of a hot take because I feel like right now in our culture, uh, keto mm -hmm. is very popular. And a lot of keto is basically the opposite of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, I tried it 
for like a month and I did drop a lot of weight. But on my long runs, I didn't know what to do to fuel. I guess I thought that I had some fat stored up that I could burn. And I think that's the thought with keto. So, so how do you, what, what's your thoughts on keto? Um, so this is again my personal yeah. philosophy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't believe that keto is a very healthy diet. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're gonna lose weight. That's probably gonna happen, um, but you're probably mortgaging your health um, at, at, in the, at that risk. Yeah. So you you know what's going on inside. You know you're not seeing what's happening inside the body to your arteries and, and um, your organs inside the body and a high fat diet can cause a lot of inflammation mm -hmm. inside the body. Um, it's also, you know, for trying to, the body wants to use glucose and carbohydrates as energy. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily wanting to use fat. It's not the most efficient form of energy. Mm -hmm. So the body, when it's having to use fats um, as an energy source, it actually has to work harder to do that, it's not efficient. Yeah. So, you know, trying to run fast on a ketogenic diet, most people um, aren't able to do it. I don't know if anyone has been able to, be, yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I know that um, Ben Greenfield um, is a very um, popular like keto guy and he's a great athlete. He's an amazing athlete. And he tried to do um, two Ironmans um, using the ketogenic diet. And, mm -hmm. and he claims it was great for training, um, but when he actually got into the races, he completely bonked yeah. on both times and had to just chug Coke um, you know, for the rest of the race. Yeah. And he, had a, he didn't have a good time. Um, so you know, it, I don't think it's the healthiest. And um, I don't know if many people are having success on a true ketogenic diet, like yeah. actually being in ketosis. Yeah, yeah. My brother, he loves when I talk about him on this podcast. Okay. My man is like 280, 6'4". He's a hulk of a man. I've said that on here before. He broke my spin bike. You know. He sounds like Anyways, a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um, <laughs> he can drop weight really fast on keto, though. Mm -hmm. But it's really funny to watch him do it because you'll walk in his house and you'll smell bacon. You'll be like, what are you, what's up, man? He's like, I'm just cooking this pound of bacon. And I'm like, are you going to share it with your family? He's like, nah, I'm going to eat it all. And he'd, just, he'd still eat it all and drop weight really fast. But it's interesting because to be keto, there are people who I've, I've met that could sustain it. Mm -hmm. that have sustained it and that have found success but it seems like something that that for majority of the population would be hard to sustain yeah um a true keto diet um as a dietitian when i'm studying what a true keto diet is it's not very appetizing mm -hmm. it's like um a little bit of chicken or a little bit of protein mm -hmm. uh two or three pieces of maybe some broccoli, and then tons of oil and butter coating all that, mm -hmm. and then some heavy cream to drink. Um, because um, I've studied it for like children, you know, keto was in, created for children who have epilepsy, mm -hmm. trying to control seizures. 
So when I've studied it from that point and, and seeing what a true ketogenic diet looks like, it's, it's not very appetizing. Yeah. Um, but so a pound of bacon isn't true ketogenic, huh? Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it can get you there, but yeah, it's not the best decision. Not might not be the best decision. So we're about to go into a lightning round, but I'm going to pause for one second. Okay. All right, we're in the lightning round. This lightning round is a choice round. You've probably heard it before. Mm -hmm. You got to pick one. Okay. You might like both, but just tell us which one you prefer. And if it's not a part of your life, like television or something, you can just say, you can just tell us. Okay. All right, so here we go. Choose between these. Hot and cold running. Hot. Interesting. Not a lot of people choose it. Choose Love that. it. Group run or solo run? Solo. Music or silence? Silence. Yeah. Trail or road? Road. Uphill or downhill? Up. Gel or chew? Gel. Morning or night running? Morning and night. <laughs> yeah. Here's here's one that I think most people will, can guess. Long run or short run? Long run. Oh, surprise. I know. Garmin or Apple? Garmin. Yeah. Uh, this is this one could be interesting. I'll put a question mark next to it. Cake or pie? Is is there vegan options for those? There are. I just um, I don't really like sweets. <laughs> oh, really? Now, if you said peanut butter or almond butter, it would have been peanut butter. Oh, okay. I'm That's a peanut butter girl. All right. Um, here we go. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Yes. Captain Picard. Oh, Engage. Yes. Number two. Me and my dad used to watch it. Seinfeld or Friends? Friends. Okay. Action or comedy? Comedy. I put this one in here just for you. Okay. But I think I could guess which one it is. Uh-oh. Fruit or vegetable? Fruit. I'm wrong. I thought it would be vegetable. I love fruits. Yeah, I love fruits too. Yeah. There's a lot of vegetables that I'm not I'm not going to. And now for I the, do have a t-shirt that says I love veggies. Do you? I do. Yeah, I wouldn't wear that t-shirt. <laughs> Except I do I do really like eating asparagus because I'm entertained by the after effects. So Whatever it takes. <laughs> um, now here's one. This one's it's hit or miss whether people know it or not. Okay. It depends on whether you're a Harry Potter fan. Okay. What's your Harry Potter house? Um, the Gryffindors. All right. Yes. So you know that you're a Gryffindor. I, Excellent. I hope I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you could come. Yes. You could pass as a Gryffindor. I think so. Um, you, you know, one thing that nobody is is Ravenclaw. My wife's Ravenclaw, but nobody ever gives Ravenclaw a chance. So. I mean, but, I'd want to be there because I'd want to hang out with Harry Potter. Yeah. I want to yeah. be with him. They're all the... See, <laughs> Harry Potter makes all the heroes in the Gryffindor house. Yes. So, well, I appreciate you coming on. It was fascinating. I love, I love that I didn't know much because it was very enjoyable to hear your really story that was had a lot of surprises to me in it. So, it's excellent. And I appreciate all the nutrition wisdom that you shared. Yes. I want to soak... A lot of it up because I really don't want to be cheeseburger based. <laughs> it is enjoyable. It yeah, is enjo you can have them sometimes. But I do suffer sometimes. I can tell how I feel when yeah. I when I eat. So thank you for coming on. I, I'm sure. Thank the you for having me. It. I had such a great time. Awesome.
I've shared with you all about Renee's sweet spirit, and I've also shared it with some of our mutual friends. They agree with me, but caution me that though she is full of kindness, she's a fierce competitor and tends to be cold-blooded at the starting line. That kind of reminds me of a lot of our great competitors in this day and age. As you may have heard in part one of our interview, in upcoming months, Renee will be available as a running coach through Endeavor Running Company, for those of you who might be interested in having such an accomplished runner to learn from. So keep your eyes peeled for her availability when that time comes around. If you are a plant-based runner, or you're interested in implementing some plant-based nutrition, uh, Renee left me with a few resources that I'm going to share with you right now. You can go to ForksOverKnives.com and find lots of recipes and tips there. You can also visit PCRM.org and find some more recipes there. On next week's episode, we'll sit down with Ryan Carroll. Ryan is an elite runner. He's ridiculously fast, and he's also a, a high school cross-country coach who's been doing it in this area for over a decade. So join us next week. We're looking forward to it. But for now, this is Danny, signing off. Godspeed.